This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast where Griffith Park, Blackburn and the early kickoff as well. And the score ended Brentford 2, Blackburn Rovers 2. As you can hear, the players are getting clapped off by the fans here. Probably a, a slight disappointment, I say, from the fans here because uh, we wanted to get back on track. We needed three points today to keep well and truly in for the race. And uh, after a bright start, things didn't go particularly well for Brentford, going 2-0 down. But this... After a bit of a dodgy spell, we came back to all. And to be fair, Blackburn Rovers were hanging on in the end there. And uh, we probably could feel we were a little bit unfortunate not to have got that final goal. The referee's just blown up and it's two all in the end. And we have to settle for a point and go back to the pub and watch the results as they come in and keep our fingers crossed that it doesn't go too well for the other players in the top eight or so. That was, um, that was a bit of a game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Um... Uh, I don't know quite what to say. I am a bit disappointed about that. Uh, we should have done better. Uh, yeah, we got away with the draw. We didn't play well today. I suppose teams that are uh, wanting to get at least into the playoffs need to win when they don't play well. Uh, wind was obviously a factor as well. Um, I'm just not entirely certain where we go from here. I think this confirms that we'll definitely be in the playoffs. I don't think we're an automatic promotion team. I'd say I'm a bit down after that result. Um, Blackburn were nothing special. Um, we didn't perform well today. We came away with a point. I suppose we should be grateful for that. A point. Some people say, listen, we kind of rescued a point out of that one. What do you think? I, I, I'd have bitten your arm off for a point half an hour ago, I guess, but uh, yeah, disappointing not to put it at the end with the pressure and the wind. I don't think you really we saw what, what an impact the wind made more uh, in, in the second half, really. So it's probably more in the first than we, than we noticed at the time. But yeah, Blackburn are a solid, unexciting, uninspiring team, but they're solid, they're neat, they're compact. Uh, they've got a couple of sharp lads up front. And at 2 0 down, I wasn't really convinced we were going to get back into it, but you know, cracking goal by Watkins and kicking into the Ealing Road second half you fancy yourself for another and oh, I thought we might nick it at the end but I suppose it's a point gained from where we were but it's got to be looked at as two drops 
I thought Blackburn uh, dealt with the first half. I mean, it was windy conditions, and you might not have seen it if you were, you know, watching the game on the TV or whatever like that. But it was it was quite windy out there, and you could see when the ball was kicked up in the air and the way that it was staying and the way that it was kind of uh, <laughs> not doing what it was meant to do. Obviously, it was causing a few problems, and Blackburn took advantage of that in the first half, didn't they? They did. They got their first goal from uh, just a basically a hopeful punt outfield that uh, evaded Pinnock as it sort of got caught in the air and then just landed at one of their blokes' feet who uh, lobbed the keeper. So, yeah, the conditions were pretty awful. Uh, midfield, uh, didn't get into the game, didn't get into the game. First 10 minutes we looked good, but after that, uh, the midfield got a bit lost, uh, like it has done in recent weeks. Uh, but bringing in uh, Shandon Baptiste uh, really helped uh, sorted that out. But uh, for me, Roslev was superb coming on uh, for Jean Vieira with Dalsgaard moving back inside. Because uh, Roslev is a proper, so he's a winger, basically. He's fantastic. He just like goes out with that wing, gets crosses in really, really early, which is what I really like. Yeah. So I thought the substitutes were making a big difference. Last half hour, it was all us. Fantastic, really brilliant. Went for it, got the two goals. Just a shame we couldn't get that last one. We had, we had more, more chances to get that winner. Uh, unfortunately, it wasn't to be like Middlesbrough and we, we didn't quite make it today. Disappointed by that result? <sighs> Overall, happy because I think we're worse is going to happen. But yes, is a, is, a, is a final answer on that. I thought... I think we've been a bit, a little bit out of form realistically for the last month and that showed a little bit today. But Baptiste, when he came on, made a world of difference. He changed the whole game for us, and I'm, I've been impressed with him in the last two games. I've seen him twice now, and I can't praise him enough. He completely changed. He brought Josh back in the game. He did everything we wanted, and they panicked when he suddenly appeared because they didn't know what to do, and he was on them every time. I, I can't praise him enough for what he did in the last 20, 30 minutes. He's, I thought he's excellent. And not digging players out or anything like that, but again, we're just you know we're commenting on the game. And Josh De Silva, he, uh, he again, he didn't have one of his best games again today, did he? I, He's, he's another one and last month he's been a little bit out of form but his second the second half of the second half he, he I think I don't know whether Baptiste made the difference but he suddenly bring him into the game he started cutting inside doing all the things we're used to him doing that he hasn't been doing so whether that's he, him and Baptiste are a good pairing maybe we'll, we'll wait and see but um, Josh upped his game in the last 20 minutes and he's back to where we want him to be but he needs to do that for a full game rather than 20 minutes Rovers fan in the house here as well and we were discussing the game like I said to you it's been a good game if you were neutral when you were watching that game as they say or people watching on TV they would have said actually tell you something that was, that was, that was mighty exciting wasn't it yeah well definitely yeah end to end stuff you know both teams going at it I think you know I didn't expect us to play as well as we did um, I think the first half you were, you were average in my opinion you weren't as good as I thought you'd be Ben Rama had enough chances but he just he weren't I don't think he was at it today uh, and Bremo was quite quiet and I really expected BMW to be at it um, but now we tune it up I think I, I do look at it as two points drops but no, I'll take it I'll take the point they do I mean and, and we, again we were talking about this a bit earlier I mean obviously tune it up Brentford for falling apart again um, as we sing to the Leeds fans and then we got a brilliant goal back from Ollie Watkins and then we flipped it up with Rusliff coming on on the substitute who got the penalty for us to all and like I said to you heart must have been in your mouth at that stage oh. because we just sw- we, we switched it up at that stage didn't we yeah I mean it's, it, it's, it was going to take a goal like that to, to, to get you guys fired up and it was out of nothing but it was world, that's a world class goal if ever I've seen one no, no keeper in the world is going to save that and 
Yeah, you were you were pumped up from that, and I was afraid. I can't lie. I was a- so I mean, the last half, I mean, twenty minutes or so, it was Brentford were coming at you in waves, and I mean, I, like I said to you, I believe that we should have we should have got a third goal. Oh, hundred, yeah. I thought when the first goal went in, you're going to go on and get get two more, and it'll be a, it'll be it'll be zero points, but. Yeah, we held it. We had chances. Adam Armstrong, that one-on-one. I thought we should have buried that. But um, no, I mean, I'll take the point. Some more Blackburn fans in the house. Like I said, the good thing about these early kickoffs is that we get up early, we get down the pub early, we go and watch the game, and then we stay down the pub all afternoon. <laughs> and hopefully we watch the scores coming in the right direction, like you know what I'm saying. And at the moment now, it's, it's not too bad. I think Nottingham Forest has had a goal knocked off at QPR. It's not too many times I actually cheer about things going right down at QPR. But that had a little bit of a hey going on here in the boozer here. But listen, after the game, we've got Forest fans in the house. And are you happy with how that went for you? You were a little bit disappointed you might have lost a couple of points. Uh, I think in at the end of the day, we've blown a two-goal lead. But when you sit back and look at the game, we've got a point. We're, we're happy. I mean, Brentford, obviously flying relatively high, even though we've probably not been playing as well as we have been the last couple of weeks. Did you come down there with a little bit of trepidation, or were you quite confident? Um, we were quite confident. I mean, I was here last year when it didn't go so well, but we've had a good couple of results. We've only lost one in the last six, seven games. So, yeah, I was confident. It's interesting, because you talk about, you know, coming down here last season when it didn't go too particularly well, but... To be fair, you were 2-0 up last season and then it all went horribly wrong. Didn't you think when you went 2-0 up this time it might go a little bit horribly wrong? Uh, there was a little bit of me thinking that, but it was a bit later. We, had a, it was about, we were still 2-0 up 60 minutes or so, so. But when we scored that second goal, did you think, oh my God, this is like Groundhog Day? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Yeah, not going to lie. But the heart was racing. So, I mean, like I said, this game, I mean, you took the game to us and we were talking about first half, the wind struggled a bit with the wind because you had the wind with you uh, and you made uh, well, you, you, you took a massive advantage out of that didn't you we did yeah assist from the goalie long ball old school over the top um, yeah second half it was holding up we couldn't quite get it out of our half but uh, yeah as I say take take the point happy with that and then I'd say the first half second half as well your midfield the midfield was we're a bit all over the place I don't know about that. I think I think they're a little bit leggy. Uh, you know, you guys keep the ball well, and they were running around. They were doing a lot of chasing, um, but and yeah, I say a bit leggy, running out of gas. But they did enough. And then look, and, and, and again, I've upset this Blackburn fans. You were holding on at the end quite a bit, though, weren't you? Did you? Did you? I mean, honestly, did you think it was going to be all over at two 0 20 minutes to go, with us absolutely alamoing your goal? Did you think that you'd be able to hold on? Uh, I did. I knew we'd always get a chance. Armstrong had a chance uh, to make it 3-2, I think. Um, if he'd have just lifted it a little bit over the keeper, we'd have had 3-2. Um, uh, I knew you guys would get chances as well. But no, I, was, I, was, I wasn't too scared. A little bit nervous. Do you think this season, you know, you've come up on the back straight... A bit late in the game, but you know, at the end of the day, as you know, as a good marathon runner does, you know, they, they always come up the back straight late, and then they uh, they get over the first line early. Do you think you'll be able to get over the finish line on the playoff finish line? Look, it's a big week for us. Got two home games. We take six points from that. We'll see where we are end of next weekend. Maybe, maybe. So, uh, 
So some bees are disappointed and some bees are quite, not happy I'd say, but they're kind of a bit relieved. But it's probably quite good to get a neutral view as well, I'd say, as well, you know, because you don't see it with the same rose-tinted glasses as what we do. No, I'd say both sets of fans would probably be disappointed with that. Blackburn mainly because they were two up, uh, while Brentford, on the other hand, after they get in the second goal, looked like they were going and grab that third goal. Obviously, it didn't come. Bit disappointing. I mean, Ben Rama had a great chance where he skied it over the stand. Um, but if you guess that on target, on a different day, it might be uh, three points for Brentford. But, you know, maybe at the end of the day, a point is a fair result. And again, it's interesting you say a point is a fair result. I suppose, I mean, Brentford had their dodgy spell in the middle. I'd say a dodgy spell where, like I said to you, they fell to pieces after going 2-0 down. And then the midfield, you know, I mean, we just, we just weren't there. And uh, we almost needed to kind of, you know, to make a substitution to kind of bring things back into place. But once we did that, I thought that we dominated that game. Other than the chance that maybe that Blackburn had at the end, we absolutely dominated that game. And probably quite similar to the Millwall game where we, even though we were 2-0 down against them, we were the better side, but we only scored the last three goals in the last eight minutes of the game. I thought that if we had scored and won 3-2 in that game, it wouldn't have been an unfair result. No, no, uh, you're absolutely right, really. Uh, at the same time, Blackburn had that massive chance at the end where Dallas Gods had an absolute nightmare. And on another day, it might be three points for Blackburn. You're talking about a loss. Uh, as you mentioned, the midfield, I thought Mark Condes was absolutely awful. He looked like a passenger throughout the whole game. Uh, Norgard looked all right. He looked a bit better when he played in, in the back four, actually. Uh, Josta Silva, I don't know what he's been like recently, but he looks like he's really gone off the ball. He looks not like the player that he was earlier in the season. I, I thought uh, Baptiste looked good when he came on, though. Looked like he was good on the ball, you know, destroying any Blackburn attacks. So, at the end of the day, I think it was a fair point for Brentford and Blackburn. Both teams will be disappointed without getting the three points, as I say. We, um, we were quite pleased that we think that, you know, you guys probably did us a bit of a favour last night. Um, and we were so, we came into this club quite joyous. I mean, we were in the pub at nine o'clock this morning, you know, just uh, you know, having a bit of breakfast, uh, a few little, uh, a few little wee shandies, as they say, you know, just getting ourselves ready for this game because we thought, you know, especially against Fulham, Derby had teed us up quite nicely. Um, but we didn't quite take full advantage of that, did we? No, definitely. I think the way Fulham performed as well probably should have given Brentford a bit more confidence because obviously on the back of the 3-0 defeat to Barnsley, Fulham going into the game last night, you'd have thought there'd be a bit more up about them, but there wasn't. And I think that should have given Brentford a bit more confidence. Uh, so getting a result today, getting a result today is important. The win would have been better. Being 2-0 down, I think it's... yeah. It, gives you momentum going into the next game um, I think they changed the system if they come a bit earlier they got three points today quite easily there's a, I mean there's an argument to say listen we're not we're not whinging here at all because at the end of the day look football you know sometimes the decisions go your way sometimes they don't we can sit from where we are but from what we can understand I'll say the Blackburn penalty was a bit what's the word soft I think it was on the TV all, you know, all the messages were coming back saying that the TV saying it wasn't a penalty and uh, that you know I mean that would have changed the sort of kind of uh, the makeup of the game though wouldn't it no definitely I think from a neutral perspective and not seeing it again I thought it was a penalty I thought Raya was a bit rash coming out um, so yeah in my eyes it was a penalty but I think that is that almost a standard referee in this season that 
these decisions, they need they need a bit of help because um, there are big games where they're not getting things right or they need a second opinion. Um, but soft penalty, you could argue that, but there's been many of them this season. I'm going to say it, and again, I'm just saying because you guys both sort of neutrals, but with a... But you, you know, but you know the championship inside out, and I'm saying to you as well. By the way, like I said to you, I've got to give you a shout to your podcast as well, Second Tier Podcast. If you haven't checked it out, you know that we talk about this sort of quite a lot on our podcast. We write about it as well, and on our WhatsApp groups and stuff like that. If you check it out, good little podcast out on Sunday afternoon, I think it is as well. So um, on all good platforms, as they say, you know. But, um, but like I said to you, you, you know, you watch, you know, you watch the games a lot. You watch the second division games a lot. I have a, a theory because I know that every time you know Brentford might play, then they, they they get a point or they don't get the the, the, the point they, they want to. I have a fit theory that we're on the chisel. So at the end of the day, we're into sort of rather than just going and sort of blasting everybody, we're chiseling our way forward, right? Chiseling our way forward and making sure that we're still in the game till maybe about six games before the end of the season. Also, my other theory is that Pontus Jensen, the reason why he's not in our game and uh, the team, is because, I mean, he's obviously got some sort of injury thing going on and we think that he's going to be better for us going in the run in the season when things are going to be really fraught. You know what I'm saying? And you need to win those games and you need to turn around to players and say, listen, stop making mistakes, you know what I'm saying? Because it's better bringing them in then than bringing him in now and then afterwards he's out for the last three or four games of the season. That's what I believe. So I'm on the chiseling theory. Do you think the theory is uh, correct? Maybe. I think grinding out games at this stage of the season, more teams do that. You look at Leeds and West Brom, they're, they're, tick, they're, they're sort of tricking, tricking over. They're not blowing teams away like they were in the first half of the season. So you can argue that. Does fatigue come into it? You know, you're almost two-thirds of the way through the season. Players get tired. Injuries get, get picked up. Maybe. But yeah, you can almost argue that. The Pontus Janssen one's interesting because he had the same running games last season where he was out for Leeds and they capitulated they capitulated and without Janssen they looked half the defence they were so maybe I think we shall see we've got the more Black and Blackburn are just they're coming out of woodwork here they're all they're all over the place you know what I'm saying they must have come down there spending the whole weekend there's nothing, nothing, nothing a better place to spend a weekend than in London as well as they say but you know, you were talking about the chasing pack and, you know, and about the promotion race because this was a bit of a key result for you. OK, you didn't get the win, but it still keeps you in the game, doesn't it? Well, it does. I mean, if we'd won today, we would have gone into the playoffs um, temporarily until the, all the other games this afternoon. But personally, I think we're, all the chasing pack are chasing the last playoff place at the minute where Preston, uh, where Preston are. They've got Hull this afternoon. Bristol City are playing West Brom. But I do think all the teams above Preston are probably safe and we're chasing that one place but as we say we've got two big home games this week if we can get six points from that I'll be really really interested to see where Blackburn Rovers are and today I mean today's game was it disappointment for you were you happy were you relieved uh, I was relieved at the end uh, but I think when I think all Blackburn Rovers fans this evening when we sit down at like eight o'clock and we're tucking into our um, Pudding and chips, I think we'll be really, really pleased with that result. I think we'll reflect on it as a, as a good point. Yes, you tune it up, but we know that Brentford are a good side. We know that when the equaliser goes in, there's still 20 minutes to go. I think there's only one team in the league that's got more clean sheets than us this season. So I know we conceded two, but I think we can rely on our defence this season where we couldn't last season. So I think we were confident that we could hang out with a following wind um, so I think on, on reflection tonight we'll think it's a decent point yeah and, 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 and 
today's game, do you actually think that Blackburn, I mean, do you think your team played well? Do you think you coped with the situation well? Because you knew, you, knew, you knew what you were up against. Yeah, no, I think we did play well. I think that we caused a threat. I think the people like Armstrong and Samuel running in behind, we turned Brentford. Brentford are obviously a very good side, but I think the centre-halves knew they were in the game today. I think some of the midfielders, you came up against Lewis Travis, you came up against Bradley Johnson. I think the people who were their direct opponents will know they've been in the game. So I think we, I think we played well. Yeah, I think we played well. I think Brentford, I don't know the stats, but probably dominated possession. But I think we played well. You know, bar how many, how many real clear-cut chances did Brentford have? You know, more than Blackburn, but it wasn't... It wasn't like the Alamo or anything. It, we, we've stitched it to quite a f- yeah, I've you know. got a little smirk here on my face, as a, you know, because I, I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with you because I, I, I leave you to go with your opinion there as well. But last 20 minutes, you must have thought we're gonna we're gonna let a goal in here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, when you're two 0 down and the, the opposition get it back to two two, obviously there's an unbelievable momentum shift. That that that's that's a given. And all you've got to do then is you've just got to fight and try and try and get up the pitch, try and carve something out. But I think we coped with it rather well. I think we, I think we really did. Maybe 12 months ago, I think we, we probably lost that game. Indeed, we did at Griffin Park last year. So I think that shows sort of the evolution of the team and sort of the, the learning that's taken place, the education of the team. Did I think we'd lose it? I think you were going to be the favourites, but, you know, players are, play, are paid to show some fight and that's all you've got to do. And I think we did show that fight and it was to get away with a point. Yeah, relieved, is that the word? I don't know. But um, I was happy with the point. I didn't expect us to concede. I wouldn't be surprised if we did with the momentum shift. But I, was, I would always back us to try and hold out, especially with the way the team's playing at the minute. So a bit of pontification going on with the Bees fans now. Um, and uh, we've been there for a few hours. And uh, to be fair, um, everyone's in quite good spirits, aren't they? Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. Look, you know, um, a, dramatic, a dramatic draw in the wins. Um, yeah. I think people are feeling like it's two more two points lost than a point earned. But you do know, you? We were two 0 down, weren't we? Yeah. The annoying thing is, we, you know, even when we were one 0 down, we were dominating the play with no end product. We we're passing it back to their keeper. Then we go two 0 down. Fair play to Frank. He's clearly learnt since the Leeds game and the Forest games. Yeah, he made some subs. He changed some shape. Uh, you know, and and suddenly. We're, we're on the front foot. We had, we had about five really good chances. You know, we could have, we could have, there could have been another Millwall in the off in there. Or it could have been another Blackburn. Because Blackburn last year, we were 2-0 down and won 5-2. It wasn't another Blackburn. At the end of the day, we, we didn't quite get our chances. The ball didn't quite drop for us. We were unlucky. Their goalkeeper pulled off a number of fine saves, as you probably see when you actually see back on the highlights. And uh, it just didn't work out for us, did it? No, not at all. And look, Blackburn were a good team. They're a really good team. And the wind, the winds was a nightmare for both teams. People watching on telly said oh, their penalty was never a penalty. We won the ball beforehand. Our penalty was probably a really well-earned professional penalty. I'll put it that way. You know, by, the, by the young kids. By the young kids who's you know, coming on leaps and bounds. Um, Roslev, that is. Roslev, yeah, Roslev, uh, number 34, I think. 35. Well, yeah, 35. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, it's, so, so, you know, it's, it's a not, it's, we're in that zone where we are fighting now in a pack of eight in the playoffs, where you could be, between, between second and 12, depending on whether you've had a good fortnight or a bad fortnight, you know, you've got a chance going up. The four, you know, let's not get too depressed. I think our form at home is still still two points from every game over the last couple of months. We just, you know, the Forest game knocked the sail, the, the winds out of our sail, sail so that we're not, you know, the promo, uh, automatic promotion's gone. Let's just nestle in now, fourth, fifth, sixth, you know, settle in. 
like it's a long season players are knackered and you look at the difference between Blackburn Blackburn probably got about maybe 250 Premier League games in that squad we have what a dozen and so those kids did really well today you know and Joshua Silva it looks like he's knackered we've got Jensen out injured the experienced players you lose Jean Vier and then you've also got Pontus and, and Makocho out so all the old heads are gone so maybe the oldest player on the pitch I don't know I don't know uh Maybe Raya was the oldest player on the pitch or something at one point. Dalsgaard. Dalsgaard. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, uh, it, well, well, he's only played amazingly at a World Cup. What does he know? What does he know? But, you know, we are still, you know, emotionally, you know, caps, games-wise, a young team. And we're, we're, we're players that played a dozen games last year are being asked to play 30-plus games now. And it's showing. But, you know, we've got a dozen games to kick on now. So... If we can just sort of, if we can take seven wins from those last five, then we'll be sitting pretty. So, we're talking about status quo, and we're not talking about the band either, you know. We can talk about the band if you want to, because obviously he's a Brentford fan, but we're talking about the status quo, and Brentford maintaining the status quo, and the fact that we are there, thereabouts. We've got the draw, but maybe, you know, is it better for us to win and lose, or actually just to grind out a few draws? Yeah, you know, my my thoughts on draws aren't, aren't great. So, obviously, it's better for us to win today. But 2-0 down with half an hour to go, you, you take two all day long. Um, and, what, and what I will say to you, Laney, and I, I do agree, but I'm going to interject that, you know, today, in effect, was a loss. Because we were 2-0 down and we looked down and out. So, I mean, my personal point of view is that I think that, you know, this probably would have been the loss, if you're saying, if we should win or lose. But we actually probably turned a loss into yeah, a draw. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, I, I hear that. But if you, look, if you look at the game overall, you know, we, we did more than enough to win that today. You know, I know we found ourselves two 0 down, but we should have been we should have been a couple of goals up before they before they got their goal. Um, you know, it was a, a, a slightly fortunate bounce, or you know, the, it got caught in the wind. I thought we coped with the conditions better than they did. Um, I think it was two softest penalties, but I, I, I honestly think like, if Ben Rama had his shooting boots on today, we he would have got a couple. He shot straight at the goalkeeper three times. The goalkeeper pulled out. A very, very good save. Raya pulled out a couple of good saves too. You know, Dalsgaard played that suicide back pass. Um, and, you know, I, I thought Armstrong was going to... I thought it was an absolute cert to score that. So, yeah, you, you know, you, you take that you take that as a, as a point. We see how the res, other results go for us. Still a long way to go. Um, yeah, I, we, we, but I, th- I think if you're looking at chunks of games we have to win at Luton and we have to we have to not not lose at Cardiff so yeah so four points out of the next two games absolute 100% that's what we need that is what we need this is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast like I said to you I'm back at the boozer here and uh, afternoon we're watching Stelling fingers crossed the results will go our way don't forget to check us out on Tuesday on Monday the radio show 8 till 9 we've got the radio show which we'll be talking about the Luton game as well which is on Tuesday and on Tuesday we'll have another post-match podcast after that as well don't forget the Pride of West London, um, well, the besotted end of season social on the 1st of May, Friday the 1st of May. Um, the tickets are actually off sale because we've actually sold so many tickets for that one. We're taking them off sale because we've had to have a bit of an analysis of where we're actually going to move from there because it's actually gone a little bit potty. So tickets are off sale for that. But if you actually go on the site and you have a look for the tickets on uh, besotted.com forward slash social, there's actually a, a waiting list as well which you can go on. So I advise you if you can go on that. 
and we'll uh, inform you if our tickets go back on sale as well. It's almost like, you know, we're just assessing people's tap points to see if they've got enough tap points. You know, if you've got 3,500 tap points, you know, yeah, then the tickets become available again. But we'll see how it goes. But other than that, like I said to you, you know, it's Billy Grant here. I've got Lainey here. We've got all the characters in the house. We had the second tier podcast characters as well in the house here. We, uh, we got a point. Oh, I'm happy with the point because it's better than no points, as we say. We've got a game on Tuesday. It's going to come thick and fast, but we know we get three points, as we say. Go on, you Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.